When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. How openly are you cheering for Team World this weekend? Well, I want the competition to, to keep on thriving. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to be at four of the five. I didn't um, go to Boston because of travel issues over COVID. And, but it's been one of the most truly exciting events I've been to. Now, people will say, oh, that's because you work it and whatever. But the atmosphere is as big and different of anything outside you know a major final mm. and so it's been fantastic and I want the world to get in mm. and make it really tight the first one we had they got so close um, and that's important I think for the whole event to continue its success you raise an interesting point there and I wasn't going to ask this question but do you find that you're now more attracted to this event because of what we've lost with Davis Cup? Well, not necessarily. I mean, I'm, you know, quite livid about what's happened to the Davis Cup. I think it's just incredibly poor management and, and poor foresight. This event had the opposite of that. It mm. had looking to create the future in a more positive way, but it's a different event. Um, you know, I'm a golf fan too, so I love the Ryder Cup style and I love the President's Cup style and I've been a part of those events and seen them and enjoyed them and th that's what this brings. It brings a, a different atmosphere because it is, you know, that world and Europe and it, it, it's an, a new competition where different players get to join each other that never would yep. and um, get behind each other and build camaraderie and in an in individual sport like ours, that's unique. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of the players really enjoy that because uh, they actually get to meet and spend time around someone that they would never do. How do you see this weekend playing out? Europe are obviously always the favourites. World seem to be the underdogs. And as long as any semblance of the big four are hanging around, they're always going to be yeah. the underdogs. How do you see this weekend well, you know, playing like, out? Even the opening day is going to be fascinating in that it's so important for World to get off to a good start. Yeah. But they, on paper today, could be too old. And I think that would be a really good result. I think Alex Dimonor is up for a big one. He needs to win for the world, but he's got to beat Andy Murray with a pretty parochial crowd. <laughs> but he can. And then the doubles, as much as there's the focus on that, how does Roger play? Is he going to be up to his normal standard? And doubles can be so fickle in that you ha it rides on a couple of momentum points and it can change. And that's another point where you know I think that Team World could win that. I'm a little bit concerned about the pairing they put out for that match. Mm -hmm. If they really wanted to win that, I think they could have found a better combo than the one they got. Jack Sock obviously needs to be there, but I, I, I think Francis was an interesting choice. Who would you have picked? I would have put Demon on. Yep. I would have put him because I know, I know his doubles prowess. I've watched him play. Mm -hmm. I know his skill set. I know he would have gelled really well with Jack. But in saying that, I don't know, at this particular point in my conversation with you, they, that might happen on Sunday when yep. it's worth three points.
Yeah. And that might be more important. And that's the beauty of the system here that they've you know, concocted. Mm. In, and it, Sunday can change. And that might be the combo that I would be using on Sunday. The one person that no one seems to be talking about at the moment is Casper Ruud, the world number two. Yeah. What are you looking for from him against Jack first up today? Well, look, he's just so solid and confident and um, reserved, uh, unassuming. And he's just going to come out and be businesslike. And that's going to be difficult for Jack because Jack is a, a little bit more sort of that American college football type personality and player. Yep. And he's got quite the opposite in Casper. And when we look at the two over the last you know, couple of seasons, then there's a big disparity. But that's where it's always been interesting with Jack Sock because when, when you look and you say, gee, he's in the team, every time he's been in the team, he's been one of their key players, uh, but yet individually not playing at that level. So, you know, he's going to come out and play pretty well, but it'll be tough on this court. This court's pretty slow and gritty early on, and uh, I, I, I suspect that Casper's going to get uh, Europe off to that start that they have had so many times. Yeah, he looks a class above. And on that note, where do you think the most opportunity for Team World lies this weekend? It, it's hard to really pinpoint. If they've got such a, a strong team, Europe, but it, it lies in... Schwartzman has to step up. Mm. He's had a couple of close losses in this. I think Alex has to be the one that turns it in the opening day. And then from there, it's Taylor Fritz for me, the press conference with the team. You know, I see him as the fiery guy, not in a, in a temperamental way, but in a guy that can raise his levels to get them all going. Yeah. And he needs to be able to do, that, to do that and play some of his best tennis. We've seen him do it. You know, maybe we see a rematch of the Wimbledon quarterfinal with him and Nadal. That'll be interesting because there's a, there's a lot that he would like to rewrite in that space. Indeed, and I think from memory, he has played some pretty unbelievable Labor Cup tennis yes. before, but like many of the gents that sat at the presser yesterday, mm. they haven't quite managed no, to No, and I think, I, you know, I thought the body language of their presser was interesting. I didn't think they looked like there was a lot of confidence oozing out of them, but at the same time, there was a real... A bit of a focus and we've got to get this done I think they realize that you know another player that can make a difference is Felix mm. and I think he's but he's a 50-50 proposition from day to day for me yep. that it depends on how big he can play and aggressive he is because some days he's off up and down here for Felix yes and that's but he's coming in off having beaten the world number one so there are opportunities, but what they really have to do is over the four uh, versions of this Labor Cup, they have had so many tight matches that they haven't won. And at some point that has to turn. And if that happens here, then, you know, it, it could be, you know, an upset for the ages. Indeed. And I think as a fan, one of the more interesting subplots to this whole concept is the fact that you have the leaders of each team with their own history from yep. back in the 80s. Borg and McEnroe what do you remember from that era growing up and watching them play contrast the contrast of um, temperaments styles of being more of a counter punching the modern two handed backhand from Borg he was really the one that changed the men's side of the game along with Connors mm. um, in that stroke production then you had you had McEnroe who was the guy that was always willing to take it on you know aggressive coming forward a volleyer tactician uh so that's that's what they bring but I, I also love the different contrasts that they bring to this event in terms of coaching bjorn doesn't need to say much 
and he's, he's got yesterday. He's got the best team that you know you could ever probably ever put together. But John doesn't mind coaching, mm. and 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 he's the type of guy, and I've seen him do it here where he hasn't let some of the guys sit down before say no come on you, you got to get out there just stop feeling we're not going through this rubbish uh and challenging them in their insecurities or slight weaknesses that they have and that's you know for those that playing group you know Kyrgios has been one of those in past years that is um invaluable that what he can bring to the side of the court and that's one reason why I think Jack Sock plays better here mm. is he has somebody like Mac that he totally respects and, and just presses him in the and pushes those right buttons. Did you think yesterday when uh, John McEnroe said that perhaps Team Europe don't even know what they're going to be doing tomorrow and Team mm. World, they, they seem a little more clear uh, in their vision? hundred percent. games? Yeah, I think that's actually true. And one of those things is like I, I asked in the press conference to Stefanos just to, to choose one of those players, what's all the distraction been like? Because the distraction is Roger yeah. and... Rightfully so, but there's a lot to actually play in. Okay, Mateo's having to come in and fill in on day two and three, and they'll handle it. But it's a different energy. It's an energy of, like, we've got to give him what he deserves. Mm. Whereas the other team are probably more united in what they're trying to do as, as a whole. It'll be fascinating to see it play out. Indeed. And on that note, your favourite Federer memory? Because you would have had a lot over the years, going back uh, to Davis Cup in the early 2000s. Look... I've had a lot because I played against him, yeah. um, watched him play, um, worked with him corporately, and picking one is is incredibly difficult. Look, I got to call as a broadcaster that 2017 final mm. alongside Jim Courier and Leighton Hewitt, and Rafa mentioned that yesterday. It's one of his match and moments, and I think even for me, that was incredibly special yeah. uh, to be able to be a part of that in a, a second phase of my own career so um, you know that match I think it's 3-1 down in the fifth and turned it around and there's kind of in inverted commas that point that was played out yeah. in that match too that I always remember 4-3 I think it might yeah. have been in the fifth and it was so it was just I think I think I can remember more about that match than any other that he played G'day Mike Hussey here get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game KFC Supercoach BBL it's fun free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.